What are you anticipating seeing, you know, amongst the New Zealand teams, given you've, you've given all that about the All Blacks? Oh, just so many good young players, mate. I don't know how you do it there. Oh, I do, because you've got three of the biggest uh, academies in the world. Fiji, Samara and Tonga. They're not bad. Oh, we were waiting for it. I was waiting for it. G'day, good evening, good morning. Welcome to the Drops Kickoff for another week. I'm Nick Wasiliev, and we're continuing on with our special podcast talking about every single Australian Super Rugby team. And I'm joined by a very special guest today. It is the one and only Lord himself, Laurie Fisher, Senior Assistant Coach at the Brumbies, bucket hat enthusiast and champion of our great game. Laurie, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come chat to us. It's a pleasure, Nick. I look forward to it. You know, first of all, I'm glad that, you know, we've been able to catch you, you know, earning a well-earned buy. Uh, I know you, got, you mentioned just before we started chatting that you your guys are back at training now, getting ready. Brumbies have looked great this season. I will just jump, dive in and say st- straight away because you had a pretty tough run at the start of the of the season with a lot of really tough games. Um, but you've come through with flying colours so far. What's what's the mood? What's the mood like around camp? Yeah, look, at, you know, we're obviously pleased to be where we are at the moment and... and uh... I think when we reflect on most games, we, we, we again we, we'll still see areas, huge areas where we can get better. Mm. But but in the end, the game's about winning. And um, look, there's, there's, yeah, we, we've got some really good senior players now. We've got good composure in the squad. We've got a team that doesn't panic uh, when mm. they're under pressure or, or go behind on the scoreboard. And and a good belief in our game that that, that if we get, do get it right, that that it'll be good enough to to get us by in most games. So, you know, we've, we've grown a strong leadership over the last few years and, and some good experience. A lot of guys have, have had uh, uh, a lot of Wallaby experience now. So I think all those things uh, help generate self-belief. And as I say, I think we could be we could be uh, tidier in, in, or more consistent in our game. But... Um, but but when we're when we're at or near our best, it it, it looks all right. It does look all right. You, I think more than all right. It it feels composed. It feels organised. It feels structured. It's it's great to watch if you're a fan. Um, and I will say that you know that point that you mentioned about not panicking has been really interesting. Also, that you got a lot of wallabies in. And add to that point before we kind of dive in. I know you've had a very hectic 12, 12 months. You came into the wallabies set up for a little bit. Um, you were in there, you were with the boys as well. What what was that period of time like? Because I know I now know that you you know you're back at the Brumbies more permanently. But what happened then? How did that probably help contribute to coming into to where where we are now with the, with the season now? Well, certainly for me personally, I, it was an honour to be involved with the national team, albeit for a short time. Um, uh, I mean, my remit was was to just come in and. And, and to just simplify things, to, to, to simplify messaging, to, to, I guess, have an easily digestible, easy to execute uh, defensive system. And um, yeah, look, Matt Taylor previously, wonderful defensive coach, and he's, and he's, he's been great where he's been. But, but um, just short term, I don't know, they were looking for something just a little bit different. So that was my opportunity. I tried to do that as well as I could. I, I felt I delivered... Key messages. I felt the guys were on board, and uh, and and for the most part, I, f- I feel we defended quite solidly through, you know, through that test period. Albeit the, the South African game in Sydney, you what know, wasn't a high watermark, and 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 obviously the game in Auckland as well. But I enjoyed the experience. 
uh, enjoyed the honour of being involved in it. Uh, great to work at that at that level and with a, a range of players from other teams, and but always great to get back home to to where uh, you know to to this I guess the the team and this the the area that gave me an opportunity. So uh, I love coming back here and working for the Brumbies. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's. I think particularly, you know, I had one or two reservations coming into the season, not just because, you know, we were really impressed with the work that you, Rod, and a lot of the senior coaching staff and players had done with Dan, you know, before he departed. And even though, of course, you know, Bernie's a great coach and incredibly accomplished with a great record, you always worry that any sort of change might upset the apple cart in some way, shape or form. And yet yeah. it feels like, you guys have stepped forward um, from that yeah. time. And, and I've also come to appreciate, you know, how how great that period was with Dan that you had, how much it felt forward. What were the key things that you think orchestrate, that you guys orchestrated that has led to this kind of growth, you know, from Dan's time now coming back into Stephen's time? Well, we made a massive change in our program leading into the 2022 season, you know, but based on, on not, not being competitive enough with, with the uh, New Zealanders, yeah, at the back end of 21, uh, in, in that, uh, you know, sort of post COVID competition. And we really felt that, that our ability to, you know, just around, more so around, around the, the breakdown, the contest area about, you know, about winning more races, about, uh, improving physicality, little simple things. That, and, and a lot of those things just come from how you train. Mm. And, and we probably felt that, uh, that that we a lot of our training had been over you know like too many one and a half two minute three minute blocks of fifteen on fifteen and we really tried to to change a whole program to be far more focused on on the intensive part of the game rather than the extensive part of the game uh, made massive changes in our in how we condition and and and, and our drills to make sure that you know like seventy five percent of our training or thereabouts. Is focused on the intensive parts of games, and what we've tried to do this year is to do it better than we did last year. So, so we sort of had a watershed moment leading into season twenty twenty two. Felt that we that we made some good progress uh, uh, in that part of our game, and and has have essentially just just tried to do that better this year. And, and the players have a better understanding of what we're trying to achieve. Sometimes when they don't know what you're doing, the 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 the, the, the hand breaks on a little bit, but yeah. I think the hand breaks cut the hand breaks come off this year because there's a there's an understanding of what we're trying to achieve in training. There's a belief in what we're doing will, will help us be successful. So, uh, so essentially, we're just trying to do what we did last year, but better. And then Steve's come in and obviously made a couple of tweaks around a couple of things. Yeah, a little bit more a little bit more play off of of a back as first receiver. We. Back end of last year, we went a lot to to, to playing uh, almost exclusively off nine. So, so again, I'll be interested to see how that goes against against the Hurricanes on Friday week and, and against the Chiefs in the last round. And we're still tweaking things. Spent a little bit more time on counter attack, but stayed try, uh, tried to stay true to the essence of our game, which is a good strong set piece, uh, excellent work ethic, uh, good skill sets. Uh, and and self belief in what we do. Mm. The rugby player in me often will will look at what a coach does and try to pick apart and, and examine how okay how can I inject myself in here and work on this. 
I want to ask you a little bit more about this this watershed moment, if I can, because it does. If we can feel it as fans, but also just watching what what the players are doing off the ball in term and on the ball. How did you identify what those key challenges that we realised? Okay, these are the shortcomings we've got against Kiwi sides. How did you identify that? How did you go through that? Well, I mean. A lot of it's visual, so just uh, rewatching, rewatching all the games, particularly the, the the five games at the end of the season against the New Zealand sides, and and if you look look at things like line breaks and and that there wasn't much difference, but it seemed that every time we made a, a line break or a half break, mm-hmm. they'd managed to turn the ball over because they'd win the race and the body position of the contest, and every time they made a half break or a line break. They have support players there, whether it's a pop off the deck or whether it's a quick ruck ball. So, in essence, a lot, you know, their set piece was no better. Their, their ability to tackle was no better. We just felt that it came down to being able to maximise the benefit from the half breaks that you made. And, and, and so we felt that our ability to be quick and powerful in small places, spaces had probably been compromised by the way we trained. Mm. As I said, in, instead of doing more you know, sharp feet, sharp shoulders, short distance, repeat effort stuff, we'd, we'd been in, in a, you know, well, we, you know, we've got to go for a minute and a half, two minutes, mm. you know, and, and probably felt a lot of our training was, too much of our training was at below 80% of capacity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so we ended up a little bit too one paced. So, so decided that we, you need to do an element of that. But essentially, the game it's an intensive game with extensive moments, and we were probably an extensive team who wasn't competing well enough in the intensive moments. So we just needed to flip that on its head. Start with how you train. And 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 yeah, there's again different ways of playing. It doesn't it doesn't commit you to a certain way of playing, but to, just to be more powerful and more reactive in in small spaces in short time uh, time frames was where we thought our, our bang for our buck to get better. Well, it's definitely showing, and it's it's one of the things that's always been interesting watching as a fan over these last few years is not just with the Brownbies, but a lot of the Australian sides is you can see that the boys are close. They're there. They're, there is a physicality there. They're matching up to the game, but it's just, they always talk about those little one percenters, those little rugby brain moments where things have let us down occasionally. And it's been great to see that the Brumby, that you guys have got found a way to kind of figure out and look at how you approach a game in a different way, take what you've learned from, from that and apply it to your own game. And one thing that's also really impressed me is the structure of approach you take to, to a game. I was chatting with my, Soon to be future father-in-law. We were watching you, you guys at the against the Reds at Suncorp a few weeks back, and it was half time, and you guys were ahead by four. And he, and uh, you know, we were looking while Brad Thorne was on the line. I, I, we were talking about it, and I said, "Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen in the second half. The Brumbies have been weathering the storm for the first forty, and then the next twenty, they're going to kind of push the uh, push their style and approach, and then the last twenty, they're going to dictate." For the remain on their terms, how the game is going to go, and it it just felt down pat. There was no doubting. There was just doing. Te- teaching eyes up rugby is one feeling is one thing, but then kind of seeing them adapt and 
and develop and trust in their own game plan is something. It's just it's that, that next step beyond. You know how does how do you develop that within this team? How did you how do you get that the players to that level? How does a coach do that? Well, we've, we've always been a team. I, I really back from when when Andy James was here mm. in, in the two thousand mark, a, a team that that uh, cut its teeth on 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 structure on. Um, on knowing your role, being able to execute your role, and and at times in over the next twenty odd years that, that that we've been slavish to that to to our own detriment, and and we now have a better understanding of 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 we need to play a structured game. We need, but within that we we need to have the capacity and the tools to uh, play to the opportunities that 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 structure creates, and and that's what we've tried to grow over the last. Yeah, but particularly uh, with Dan as head coach, I, I remember when I came back from overseas and, and we'd, we'd look at us, I'd, I'd show clips of us slavishly playing three or four phases of, of what the predetermined pattern was be when the space was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And we really tried to, to say, well, we, we need structure. We believe that suits us best because then there's with structure comes accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, with accountability comes progress. So we felt that having a structured game is important for us, but increasing or improving the ability to take opportunities within that. And and I don't, you're not sure where the opportunities will come. And is is it a kick in behind? Is it to duck down the short side? Is it mm. somebody turning up on an inside pass? Is it to throw a ball over the top? Whatever. But 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 feel free, get in the right spot, get your eyes up, get your yep. hands up, get your voice up. And and see what you've created, and there's no rights, there's no wrongs, but but because we have a structure, then we're able to react to what somebody does. Like we're not we're not a big offload. Yeah, we're probably the lowest offloading side in the comp. Uh, we'd be amongst the lowest uh, tackle breaking sides in the comp, and and yeah, that fits in a little bit with our recruitment. We we tend to recruit. We, we try to recruit guys who who can. Play, play to a style and, and then try to add to that with some athleticism. So it's just how we've evolved our game and we've, we've evolved now from being a super structured side to a side that plays within structure but but is much better at eyes up and, and reactive type football. It feels quite, just the sound of it sounds quite liberating because often you'd have your players going through the motions, going through that structure and just the idea of, well, seeing what's in front of you, it can often be the best thing ever and you know instinctively what to do. And yeah. the, even the feeling that it's that there is no right or wrong, but seeing, well, I'm going to try this. And if you try it, then you're going to, you're already going to have a head start on any sort of defensive side because you've seen something that they that they haven't. And there, and with that comes the opportunity to, to get on the front foot and push ahead. Well, that's right. So, so, so hand in hand with 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 providing the opportunity to to play what you see within with, within a within structure, then is you, you've got to win the races because you're not certain who's going to carry. Somebody will make a decision to go, and and so that was our our, our development last year was was to work more on on making sure that our reaction ability to win races, our ability to 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 support uh, needed needed. Uh, to match then uh, the freedom to make decisions uh, and take opportunities within your structure. And, and it, it's still evolving. It, it still has plenty of room for improvement. Some of it relates to conditioning. Some of it relates to athleticism amongst the group. Some of it relates to to uh, just reacting. So um, mm. 
it, it'll, it'll be a constant work on for us. Absolutely. We'll talk about those challenges in a second, but I wanted to ask you, you mentioned a bit earlier talking about that recruitment side of things and, and playing a major factor. And like it, it, I was just amazed by the fact that you've already got 31. I think at the time of us talking, it was 31 players already signed on for next year, which is unbelievable, um, mm. frankly. Uh, talk to me about the approach of not just, you know, the fact that you, the boys are uh, – like there's a clear sense that the boys are trusting that, that whatever system is here, it's something that they want to be a part of and work on and improve on. But also your recruitment, the academy work, what what you do to identify that talent and craft and craft – a better rugby player? Probably nothing that's d- dramatically different from any other team. Like, again, we, 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 have, we, have a, we have an identity about how we play, mm. we, which we will stick by, which, which again, is, is about set-piece quality, you know, the things I mentioned before. We're not, we're not going to recruit a tight five. Well, we're not going to recruit a one-to-eight who doesn't like Mauling, for example. But like they, just, <laughs> they won't belong in our system. It mm. just won't work. So we need to make sure that the things that we value positionally or unit-wise, that that the guys that we recruit. So it, it's not it's not rocket science. It's it's just know what your game's all about, and and you know we don't want to reinvent ourselves from season to season. Like we 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 have a a way of doing things. We've got a culture. We've got to improve it. We've got to add to it. All those things we've got to be be developing all the time. But in essence, you've got to know who you are. And and know how you how you want to be judged and how you judge yourselves. And I think we're quite comfortable there. And I think the players are comfortable. So if that becomes our guiding principle uh, in in how we, in in how we develop through our academy, and our academy is cl- really closely aligned uh, with the senior program. A, a, a lot of the guys will spend the pre Christmas with us and 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 train with us once or twice a week. So mm. it's really good alignment between the two programs. Uh, between the coaches in the two programs, so we, we, yeah, it's it's not as I say, it's it, it, it's nothing remarkable about what we do. I think it's just about having a clear identity, mm. uh, a desire to get better, and and then finding ways to to try and find those improvements. Yeah, yeah. It, when I think about particular style of, I, I can, if you were to ask a lot of, you know, rugby fans, what, how do the Brumbies play? I, I guarantee a lot of them would probably give you a very strong, concrete answer, which is yeah. something that, you know, comes through in the games that are played. As mentioned earlier, you said it, we're still, you're always looking for improvements and you're always looking to take on the challenges and, and, and things that we want to work on. Um, and in that regard, I want to particularly ask you about that Drua game. Um, because, you know, I've, I've got the sense, even though we got the job done in the end, it was probably still quite an educational or valuable experience playing that game. Yeah, you because know, you're coming up against a side that thrives on challenging established structure. Uh, and I've been to Fiji myself, and you know, the Drua feel like they they play like the kids just playing on the street. That support in broken play, the natural instinct to to get into support play, pass it off. Uh, that free-flowing running rugby just feels very natural uh, in that yeah. style, which is probably why it's so good to watch. What what challenges did you identify from that game and what learnings did you take? Well, certainly defensively, that 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 our key focus going in the game was to be well-connected and, and at times that fell apart. I mean, you, know, you comfortably had 19 nil. you've got them boxed into, the, into, their, into their C zone, they're playing too much footy down there. 
you know, throw a ball down a short side, you over-track and you miss a tackle, they go 75 metres, the bloke tries to turn ball over, he's in the bin, and, and all of a sudden they've, they've scored your 14, then you're down to 13, mm. and the whole, the whole complexion of the game changed. Again, when you know them, you know that you you need to you need to have a good strong set piece game. We need we needed to to know that our A zone game would be good, our mall would be good, that we that we didn't want to play their game. And I and I don't I don't believe we tried to play their game, but we made errors. You know, we'd, mm. we'd, two or three or four handling errors, a couple of missed line outs mm. uh, at crucial times, and just let them back in the game, and then. Yeah, they're a vastly improved side. Like they can hang on to the ball for longer periods now, and uh, they're powerful when they're near your line. They're hard. They're hard to stop. So it's probably been a function of a lot of our games this year. Is is that we haven't been able to put back to back to back good moments together? And yeah, you know, the Waratahs game a few weeks ago was was that the, the Pacifica the Moana Pacifica game was an example of that. The growth in our game is is to is to back good with good with good and mm. and and that's we've just got a little bit of inconsistency and some of it's it's um, individual error, some of it's around decision making and you know, if, if we genuinely want to be a contender in this competition, we need we need to be more we need to be more consistent in our game and and we we invited them back into the game you know again they, you know they score. A try in the second half. We're attacking inside the twenty-two. Noah throws an inside ball to righty. He drops it. Mm. Uh, they go the length. You, you've got to. You've got to be against the side that plays with 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 flair and freedom. We needed to be disciplined uh, and and accurate in what we did. And and when we lost accuracy, we paid the price. Mm. Mm. So is that the idea of good with good with good? Backing that up key things is that the key uh ch- challenge or key thing you look to address on this upcoming run home because you've got as mentioned we've got what you've got the canes uh this coming week you've got uh the rebels you're hosting the mm-hmm. highlanders back home you go over to perth and then you've got chiefs and the rebels uh to finish off again back in canberra lots of great opportunities um yep. for for a solid run but also some good tough, challenging games um, yeah. to really see where you are and, and where you sit. Is what's the, What is the key things you look to address in this run home? We had, we had a good, strong discussion this morning amongst the coaches about about probably just changing up our training program a little bit. That We started the season uh, quite combative around the breakdown. We, we probably lost that in our game a little bit. If you take Luke, Lukey Rymer out, they're probably not causing a whole lot of damage around opposition breakdown. So, just making sure that we, that we perhaps we we tweak our training program to make sure that the things that are important at the back end of the season and finals, if you, if you're lucky enough to make it, are healthy. And, and that might some of it's around our uh, too much soak in our defence. You know, for some reason in that drew game we went to our high defender trying to hold players up. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not what we practice. And mm. and again, we got punished on that by giving away post contact meters, quick ruck ball, and playing on top. So really, to nail down what's important in our game, um, what do we need to be good at? What does finals football look like? As I said, we're doing a lot of good things. We're scoring a lot of tries mm. from a range of different sources. But in the end, the important thing is is when an opposition previews you, you don't you, you want them to, to say, Jesus. 
there's just no weaknesses there. We, you know, where can we attack them? And, and I think we've shown probably a few too many weaknesses. Um, you know, so, some of it's in 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 close channel defence. Uh, some of it's in our in, in uh, our breakdown work on edges. Some of it's in our uh, the accuracy of our passing game. Uh, some of it's in in inexplicable uh, set piece losses when when you've got control. So you just, we've we've just got to get all those things, put more pressure on ourselves to be better all the time. It's a good way to go about it. And also, if if people are are, are identifying those weaknesses, it also means that you can find ways. Well, now you know. It's a, it, if anything, it could be a, a quite a liberating thing to go. Well, I now know what what we can do to make our game better, which which means we're better off for the in the long run. Most definitely. Yeah. Finally, what does you know, we've talked a lot about Brumbies going forward. For you personally, what does success look like for Laurie Fisher in 2023? Outside of, of course, the obvious question of winning Super Rugby. Well, that's probably where it is. I, 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 look, I mean, I, I really, it's a great environment to be involved in. Look, I, as, as a coach long term, you, you want to make sure that the players you coach uh, get the most out of themselves. Hmm. So, that, so, that, so that my small contribution is to contribute to them being the best that they can be and giving them the the tools and the weapons to go out and be successful, to be successful at super rugby level, to become a wallaby and then to become a great wallaby. So that's that's the overarching um, um, motivation, I guess, uh, in being able to do that. And, and But certainly for this season, like... You know, we ran a, you know, we pushed Blues all the way last year at Eden Park. If, you know, it, we, we, we have a strong desire to, to, to go a couple of shots better this year and, and, and we're working hard and being hard on ourselves to try and make that. So, um, you know, obviously love to win the comp. That's what we want to do. We haven't won one for a, a full Super Rugby for a long, long time. Mm. Um, we've put ourselves in the hunt. Um, I wouldn't say we're playing well enough at the moment to to win the competition. If we if we made a semi final, we played like we are at the moment. I don't think we'd win it. Mm. But we've got a number of weeks now to, to hone our game, to find improvements, and they're only small things that get your consistency, that make you rock solid, and that's where we'll be. But but other than that, just working with a group of players, group of staff, motivated, put in, yeah. So that's that's the. That's the overarching joy of, of being involved in professional rugby. Mm, absolutely lovely. And it'll be awesome to see how the team progresses and pushes on this run home. And it'll be really exciting to watch you uh, and the whole coaching staff and the players and see how they go. We're at the part of the pod where we finish off with a bit of a laugh, some fun rugby questions, no pressure at all. First up, Shane Williams or Brian Havana? Um, uh, Brian Havana. What's the best-looking rugby trophy in the world, in your opinion? So we're talking about not just most sweet trophy to win, but the one that's the best-looking one, if you were, to, if you were uh, to have a trophy. I love the Bledisloe Cup. Good man. That is a magnificent trophy. <laughs> it would be amazing well, to drink a beer. You could fit some serious beers in that. <laughs> Define why the bucket hat is the best hat. Look, when you're fair-skinned and... Uh, uh, and it, it, you know, it, it covers plenty of you, which is, which is important. If, you, if you're fair-skinned and not particularly good-looking, then the more you can cover up, the better. Don't sell yourself short, mate, please. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you have a favourite rugby moment, either as a coach, 
as a player, as a fan? Is there one moment that for you that was it? Look, my favorite, my favorite rugby moment is being in the game for such a long period. So every every moment, every day is an absolute joy. And uh, I don't go about trying to pick the eyes out of this moment or that moment uh, or compare this to that. I just turn up every day and think, wow, I'm blessed. Oh, love it. Love it. If you could bring one player or coach across from anywhere in the world and bring them to the Brumbies, who would you bring? Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I'd probably bring Johnny Sexton over. I, I think he's been at the heart and soul of, of what Leinster and Ireland have done. And, and, uh, uh, obviously, they've got a lot of good players, a lot of good coaches, but I, I think he's been he's been the glue in those two teams over the last uh, ten to fifteen years. Mm, great pick, he's a, yeah, he's and he's just been so fantastic to watch, even you know at the age that he has been and the the amount of games that he's played. He feels like he's he's like a great wine. He's just been getting better with age. Uh, well, he just makes he makes everyone else better. He make he's a, he makes everybody accountable and everybody else better, and, and they're, they're the mark. Of great players, and, and I know back in the day when when Stephen Larkin was a player here, I reckon Stevie's greatest attribute was the ability to to elevate the standard of training and to make everybody around him better. And, and mm. that's when you, you know you're a truly great player when you do that. You walk into a lift, and your rugby hero is in there. Who is it? My rugby hero. Well, look, I'll be alone in the lift, mate. So here you go. <laughs> Oh, I love it. And then last question, very last one. Um, obviously, you know, you've, you've been coaching for many, many years, but obviously, but it's the coach's work is never done. You're always learning and picking up new things and learning about stuff. What's one lesson that you've picked up from probably the last 12 months as a coach that you didn't know beforehand? Um, I don't know. That's it's something you don't know, but, 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 I mean, you've just got to be constantly evolving. evolving. Like the, the 2023 game has subtle differences to the 2022 game. And, and each year you're just trying to find out you know, what are the key things that make you win games. Is it is it is it being harder at the breakdown? Is it a better kick-chase game? Is it uh, carry metres? Mm. Uh, all sorts of things. So... So you're always picking things up. Like I, like I watch rugby league and I watch the power they develop in one step to be able to smash someone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I, I sleep with my eyes open, just just trying to find ways to get better. I love it, and it's good that you. I love that you pull from everything, not just rugby union, from league. Seeing what the way that they, the physicality, the speed that I know yeah. that, that union's been pulling, starting to to pull and head towards in a big way with the game structure. It's always exciting to watch that space and see where. It oh goes. yeah, my word! Look, look. Uh, yeah, the the best the best coaches, the best players are, are people who want to learn. Not just in 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 rugby, but in any in any walk of life. If you, if you've got an open mind, you've got a uh, I guess an inquiring mind. You've got a thirst to get better, and and um, and, and and you're open to to being proved wrong, mm. and you're going to make progress. Absolutely. I could honestly chat to you all day, and I mean that in every sense of the word, but I know that you are an incredibly busy man. So I'll finish off by saying for everyone listening, Brumbies will be up against the Canes uh, in the in their next match, and you can catch all the action uh, for, with Super Rugby Pacific on Stan Sport. Laurie, mate, thanks so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. 
No, I've enjoyed it, Nick. Uh, really good. And uh, as I say, I think you guys you guys do a great job in trying to promote the game. So uh, uh, all credit to you. Mate, it's a pleasure to do it when we are watching rugby as great as the, as the rugby that you guys are delivering. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that's a really silly question. You know, rugby's a game of 15 players on the, on the field. When we're attacking, we're attacking weak defenders. We're looking for weak defenders. Why would we run at the strongest defenders? So if Martin's there and, and sorry, what's your name? Nick, and Nick's there, we're not going to run a Martin, are we? <laughs> Guys, can you just send my best wishes to Warren and make sure he enjoys the third and fourth playoff? <laughs>